The top three items on the board for Cinco de Mayo Cigar Dave celebrations. Tequila, tequila, and tequila. This is Sergeant Steve filling in for Cigar Dave today. As uh, Cigar Dave, the general, is under the weather with an upper respiratory infection. So in honor of Cinco de Mayo and the 5th of May, we're going to provide an encore presentation of a past tequila tasting maneuvers with Samaye Dave and Tommy Diadio from Davidoff of Geneva, a cigar store and lounge here in the Cigar City of Tampa, and of course the general tasting tequilas today. The Cigar Dave Show is presented by Davidoff of Geneva and their Avo portfolio of cigars, including the Avo Heritage, crafted through centuries of traditions. Avo Heritage was developed for the cigar connoisseur seeking a fuller-bodied cigar with strength, complexity, and impeccable smoothness. Savor every note of the spice-laden Avo Heritage, available at DavidoffGeneva.com. And by Gurkha, the world's finest cigars, including the new Gurkha Revenant. The five-country fusion of exceptionally aged tobaccos will immediately jumpstart your senses for a cigar journey that only Gurkha can deliver. Available in both Corojo and Maduro presentations. Fire up a new Gurkha Revenant today. Visit GurkhaCigars.com. And now with our encore presentation of tequila tasting maneuvers on this Cinco de Mayo, here's the general. This is AMEM, the Alpha Male Entertainment Network. From Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure friendly hotlines are open. 877 Dave007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time. For the General, General Cigar, cigar Day. Part of the entire alpha male experience is enjoying life's great pleasures. We don't need any major holiday to celebrate. But when a big celebration does occur, in this case Cinco de Mayo, which is soon coming up, actually, it is tomorrow. We will make sure that we celebrate appropriately here on the Cigar Dave Show. We have put together the largest in the history, in almost the 24-year history of the Cigar Dave Show, lineup of tequilas as we get set to conduct Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting maneuvers. We've got Samadier Dave. We've got Tommy Diadio from Corona Cigars and the Davidoff Store and Lounge. We celebrate Cinco de Mayo. It has nothing to do with the celebration and founding of mayonnaise. It's the 5th of May. A holiday that celebrates the date of the Mexican Army's 1862 victory over France at the Battle of Puebla during the Franco-Mexican War. And it falls tomorrow, Sunday, all day. It's interesting. It's a relatively minor holiday in Mexico, but here in the United States, it has become a giant commemoration, a day to party, just like St. Patrick's Day. You don't have to be Irish. You don't have to be Mexican. You don't have to be an illegal alien. And in fact, a very quick caveat, no illegal aliens were used or will be used in today's production, Cinco de Mayo Day celebratory maneuver production of the Cigar Dave Show. Everyone is a U.S. citizen, I know, because I asked for their papers prior to the start of the show. As always, the general front and center, 
We move Command Center Alpha to the Davidoff of Geneva Store and Lounge here in the Cigar City. They have been uh, very hospital hosts over many, many shows once again today. As always, I give you a long-ash greeting and salutation, a long-ash snappy salute. Semper Delictatio. Always pleasure. Long live the Alpha. Make America great again. Make masculinity great again. Don't forget, follow us. Go to CigarDave.com. Social media, upper right-hand corner. You will see all of our social media feeds. It is my pleasure, first of all, to welcome our wonderful host, the Senior Executive Vice President of Tobacco, or I should say, not just Tobacco, but of Spirits Procurement, of the Corona Cigar and Davidoff of Geneva Store and Lounge, Tommy Diadio. Tommy D, once again, thank you for your hospitality. Pleasure is mine. Uh, I just want to wish Angel Benitez a happy birthday, which is Cinco de Mayo. That's his oh, birthday. Fifth of, really? Yes. Cin- and why is he not here? Last time he was he's here on for vacation. Where is he? He's out in Clearwater. Oh, he's in Clearwater. He's right across the bridge. Get his, get his, get him on the phone he's right now. He's on the beach. And tell him he needs to come in here right now. Well, a happy birthday to uh, Angel Benitez, who uh, is what? The oversees all of the... The, the general manager of all the stores. General manager of all the stores. A uh, good friend. And also, our resident sommelier, sommelier Dave Cavanis. By the way, love the Mexican, uh, the big Mexican sombrero. sombrero. Looks like the former Tampa Stadium, just about half a mile from here. Thank you. Long ashes and greetings. Salutations back to you, General. It's a thrill to be here again. I'm looking forward to all these 28 tequilas we're going to consume. 28. And about six drinks that we wow. have made. And, Tommy, when I, of course, walked in, you see the lineup. You're like, what are you, crazy? you got so many tequilas. It looks like a bar. It does look like a bar. But, Tommy, as the global five-star general and alpha male-in-chief, it is incumbent upon me to keep setting the bar higher and higher. I can't come with three or four or five different tequilas. No. We do it big. We're not wussified betas. Look, if we were wussified beta, they'd say they'd come in and say, um, excuse me, can, can we try two tequilas or Cinco de Mayo <laughs> tasting maneuvers? No, we got 28. And actually, there's about seven more that I could probably get to. But we'll keep it at 28 because we are at the max. But as always... We love sampling different tequilas, and I always mark the passage of the year by what show we're doing, Samadhi, Dave, and Tommy. We started off the new year, or the end of last year, with champagne and sparkling wine yes. tasting maneuvers. Mm-hmm. Then we went into St. Patrick's Day tasting mm-hmm. maneuvers, Irish whiskey. Irish whiskey. Now we've got Cinco de Mayo. Next month we're going to do, we haven't really made the announcement, but we're going to do Cool, refreshing summer wines. Nice. So we'll do that. And then before you know it, bourbon. we'll be looking at National Bourbon Heritage bourbon. Month and Cigar Oktoberfest and then doing the sparkling wine and champagne tasting show again. Yeah. It's a continuous cycle. Yeah. You should do a scotch one. We have done a scotch, but we'll do yeah, that again. We could mm-hmm. do that. Because you've done very well with that. You love the Belvini and the Glenfiddich. Mm-hmm. And there's so many new scotches, to Tommy's point. You know, maybe August we'll do that. Mm -hmm. Maybe as a Mm -hmm. prelude into National Bourbon Heritage Month, maybe we'll make it uh, Scotch Celebration Month here on the Cigar Dave Show. I think we're going to do that. So mark that down, Sommelier Dave. Same thing, Tommy D. We'll have you back. All right, so let's talk about Cinco de Mayo. As I mentioned, everybody thinks that Cinco de Mayo is Mexican Independence Day. It is not. It was a victory at the Battle of Puebla. Now, I'm not going to give a history lesson here, but suffice it to say, 
we as Americans, we don't need any major reasons to celebrate. <laughs> Just like St. Patrick's Day, you don't need to be Irish. On Dingus Day, the day after Easter, you don't need to be Polish to enjoy Polish delicacies or uh, Polish vodka. We don't need a reason to party. We don't need a reason to party. As alphas, we celebrate life's great pleasures. So, today we'll be talking tequila tasting maneuvers as well as some tequila libations and maybe... What do you think? Maybe I'll do Uber Eats and we'll order some Mexican food. There you Although go. here's my thinking. If a bean wasn't good enough the first time when you fry it to eat it, why would you free- refry it a second time thinking it's going to be any better? <laughs> to dry it that? out. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, a refried bean. Yeah. You know, that's like a, a re-grilled steak. It's a twice-baked bean. A twice-baked bean. You know, twice-baked potato, yeah. maybe, but not a twice-baked bean. So maybe we'll do a little Uber Eats in just a little bit. All right, so Samani, Dave, let us talk about tequila. It is a Mexican distilled beverage made from the blue agave plant. Yes, it is. It goes all the way back to the 16th century. It was established in the area around Guadalajara. In the highlands, you had these blue agave Weber plants out there growing, and it was just loving life in this red volcanic soil. And then came the conquistadors, and they started to drink up the local beverage that was being put out by the Mexican, the Indians of the area, and it's just grown, grown, grown to where there's about 28 different agave plants. Tequila is the only one that's made out of blue agave. The other ones are made into mezcal, and I've brought four mezcals for you to try today, and they're usually in about six or seven of the other counties in Mexico. So a mezcal is not technically a tequila? No, because it's not from Guadalajara, from the town of Tequila, that region. It's but it's still like made of blue agave. Y- no. no. Yeah, they can be. They yeah, can, they can but be. But usually they're not. They're not. What are they because, made from? Well, other uh, Weber agave plants. Oh, other agave. Not yeah. a blue agave, but other agave mm-hmm. plants. Correct. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. They're not going to waste blue on mezcal because they, they don't have enough blue agave right so now. So blue is the creme de la creme, top of the yes. line. Yes, and it all comes around that region in Guadalajara. Jalisco uh, tequila. Now, when we talk about a blue agave, it almost looks like a cactus. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so they squeeze the juice, or what, how do they, what's well, the Well, they process? take off the fronds, the, fr- the, uh, uh, the, the humidors come with their knives and that. Or, right. Well, it's, it's like a pizza. Would you put pizza in yeah. an oven and really? all that? <coughs> oh, yeah. The ends are real sharp, so they take off all the fronds. Right. And then they will take and they'll crush that and then they'll cook it. They'll either steam it or do it in compressed ovens and break up all the starches and everything. And then they'll go and shred that, run the juice, and then distill the juice. Would I be correct in saying that tequila is a type of mezcal? No, not really. Um, well, because they both use agave. Right. So it's kind of like whiskey. You have bourbon whiskey, but there's certain to, right. be, to be called bourbon. It has to be 51% well, corn, but with, still... Same thing with brandy and cognac. Right, same thing. Yeah. Okay, well, the so thing, similar. Well, the thing with it, when you say tequila, you know the region it's coming from. Yeah. If you say mezcal, you know it's not coming from that yeah. region. From that region. And it's from a different yeah. plant other than the blue yeah. agave. Right, and Mexican laws state that tequila may only be produced in the state of Jalisco and the other municipalities that you mentioned... Additionally, it is protected through NAFTA in the U.S. and Canada 
uh, and other countries, Japan, Israel, certain countries in the European Union, it, you cannot call it tequila unless it comes from that region. <coughs> Just Correct. like bourbon. You can't call bourbon from some whiskey in Japan. But it does not have to be bottled in Mexico. And what's interesting is they much of the tequila, law, right, right yeah. comes into the United States right. and is bottled here. Because it's uh -huh. cheaper to do that. It's cheaper to yeah. transport the liquid. Glass is so expensive and so heavy. So now they bring it in the United States. Jacksonville has a huge really? bottling plant. Yes. I did not realize that. Now, tequila, by uh, U.S. law, must contain at least 40% alcohol by volume or 80 proof to be able to be uh, sold in the United States. Now, interesting with tequila, some history. First produced in the 16th century near the city of Tequila, which wasn't officially established until 1666, a fermented beverage from the agave plant known as pulque was consumed in pre-Columbian central Mexico before European contact. And as you said, when the Spanish conquistadors ran out of their own brandy, they needed a distilled mm -hmm. spirit. They distilled agave to produce one of North America's first indigenous distilled spirit. And 80 years later, around 1600, Don Pedro Sanchez de Tagle, the Marquis of Altimara began mass-producing tequila at the first factory in modern-day Jalisco, and by 1608, the colonial governor of Nueva Galicia had begun to tax his products. Isn't that interesting? Yep. As Taxes. soon as somebody starts enjoying a product, a government has to yep. tax it. Not just sure. in the U.S., every uh, other <clears throat> place. And Spain's King Carlos IV granted the Cuervo family the first license to commercially make Tequila. Now, when we look at tequila recently, though, it seems to me, Samadhi, Dave, and Tommy, that it's really had a renaissance yeah. similar to Irish whiskey maybe the last, do you think, 10 years, 12 years? it's the years? largest growing spirits, though, right? Well, it could be even longer than that, about 12 years yeah. or so. But where it's actually really grown, and Tommy, you can attest to this, it's in the higher marks. It's yeah. not necessarily the uh, tequila that you're making margaritas with. It's the stuff that you're drinking neat. Mm -hmm. The higher marks, the añejos, the, the extra añejos, the uh, reposados yeah. in that. There's where your really big growth is coming in. Well, what's interesting is when you look at a number of the spirits that have really taken off, and we've spoken about Irish whiskey, we've spoken about the renaissance in whiskeys and, 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 uh, and uh, bourbons, but amazingly... It seems to me that not only have we seen a, a big renaissance, but all these brands have been introduced, and then we're reading about these brands getting sold a few years later yeah. for huge amounts of money. Uh, there was uh, one of the actors. I can't remember who George it was. Clooney. George Clooney. George A number of guys got together. Mm -hmm. One of the... Uh, was it Wasn't it Vidal Sassoon or one of the other guys that has hair products? Sammy that's Hagar the, has some. But hair products was Padron and Paul Mitchell. Paul Mitchell. Paul yeah. Mi that's right. Uh, that's right. Paul Mitchell. Uh all these, they got into uh, tequila. Now, all of a sudden, these big conglomerates coming in, paying big monies because of the growth. Sammy made more money from selling Cabo Wabo than he did playing Van Halen. He just came out with yeah. a mezcal tequila mix. Right. So he just came out with, I think it's Sabo, it's called. I'm sure. I'm sure. And we also saw, I'm, I'm trying to remember, didn't Dan Aykroyd have a tequila? He has a vodka. Vodka. A vodka. Crystal, Crystal okay. Head. Crystal Head, that's right. So separate. But we're seeing all these people getting into it. And it's, very, it's just fascinating to me how all of a sudden, they produce a product that's been around for a long time, and yet they sell it at massive, massive numbers. Did well, the, do the sales, you tell me, Tom, and, oh yeah, and some idea, the roof. did the sales justify that kind of valuation? Yeah. Yes. A billion yeah. dollars. Yes. There's such growth in that. But if you look at it, you have all that money from Wall Street, 
People are going there, getting the money. And with technology, it's almost like wine. It's hard to make a bad product anymore mm -hmm. because of the technology. You go, you buy your distillation units and whatever, your stills, and you just get the product. Well, in June 2013, there was, up until that time, there was a ban on the importation of tequila into China. Following a state visit to Mexico by President Xi Jinping, President Xi, <laughs> we have a great relationship, President Xi and I, he lifted the ban on importation. So they expect huge growth in tequila exports over to China. So when we're talking about massive growth here in the United States and other parts of the world, China, we may see the same thing happening to tequila that's happened to it's bourbon and scotch whiskey. It's the price us, to go through the roof. It's already going up already this yeah. year. Yeah, incredible. <clears throat> now, Tommy, here at uh, the Davidoff of Geneva Store and Lounge in the Cigar City of Tampa, you also have three stores in Orlando, Corona Cigars. Has tequila been a huge growth driver? Yeah, we do three spirits? of our own personal barrels of them. We do a Padron. We just uh, we have an El Tesoro, and now we're going to do one with Sazerac, a Corzon, with a one of six different one of their bourbon barrel finishes. And one we're going to sample today. That's the Padron one. The Padron. Mm -hmm. All right, now, so same thing. You can go and pick your own barrel. So it's yes. really a single barrel <clears throat> tequila. Is it normally, it is. would I say, uh, similar to whiskey, uh, that you have single, is there the equivalent of a single malt whiskey or blended whiskeys it's one with tequila? It's one barrel, and you can pick with Padron. I think it's like six different barrel finishes. We picked the uh, limousine oak is what, is what we did. So basically, you, they, they take the tequila... They get a nice, big, long, stretched yep. limousine. They dump the tequila in there, and it picks up the wood yeah, nuances so. from the, nice from the limousine. Things, yeah. Is that how that works? Yeah. Well, what is a limousine wood? Is It's the one forest in France. Yeah. It has great ah, properties yep. okay. to it, which age, whether it's yep. wine or distilled spirits. So nothing to do with a stretched limo, mm -hmm. such as the president would travel in. But what Tommy has with the Patron, we also have with the Milagro here. Mm -hmm. That's a single barrel right there that they go into the... That's in the store. Yeah, mm -hmm. into the, but it'll be different. Yeah. You have to look at the numbers yeah. and all that. Right. There's, this is bottle three of that batch. Yeah. There's probably maybe a couple hundred bottles out of this batch and all that. We are talking tequila tasting maneuvers on our Cinco de Mayo celebration here today, along with resident sommelier Dave Cavanis and Tommy Diadio of the Davidoff Store and Lounge in the Cigar City of Tampa and Corona Stores in Orlando. Sommelier Dave, talk about the process of distilling tequila. We know it's the blue agave. Tell us the process. So what they do is they harvest the actual pinas, and they take, and they go, and they crush them, and then they'll take them, and they'll put them in the ovens, smoke them, get the juice out of it. They'll shred it. They'll distill the juice, and then it'll just go through, whether it's a column distillation or whatever, how many times they want to distill it because it comes off the uh, steel at a low alcohol proof. So through distillation, you can get it up to where it's going to meet their qualification of around 80 proof. Excellent. Now, there is aging similar when we talk about whiskey right. because there is something called a Blanco. So let's talk about the types of tequila. So when you have a Blanco, usually it's a whiskey, uh, excuse me, a young tequila that's been put into a stainless steel which is there for under two months. Under two months. Under so basically, months. it's the equivalent of like a, an unaged whiskey, if you will. Well, it's almost like Beaujolais Nouveau. But most people aren't even putting it in for two months. They're just distilling yeah, it, Yeah, right? well, if they're going to make it to right. be made 
like Cuervo or right. something where it's really for mixing purposes. Mm-hmm. People aren't drinking it neat. Nope. Yeah, why? Why bother? Yeah, spend the money on time. So if you're going to go ahead and then start to go let it rest a little bit, that's called reposado. That's over two months to just under one year. And then after that year, it's called añejo, which means age. So it's from a year to three years. After that, then it's called extra añejo. And they can be expensive because yeah. of the time in the barrel, which costs money, plus then the angel share. You do mm-hmm. lose some of the liquid due to angel share. Now, are the reposado and the añejos aged both in barrels? Mm-hmm. Yes. In and that's barrels. where you'll get the color dependent on the distillery because it is not illegal to use the you know coloring mm-hmm. to give the color. But usually if you get a natural distiller, they'll just let the barrel give it that color. And some of those añejos in that look so translucent almost yeah. because it hasn't really imparted too much color, but you do get the flavor and you get the yeah. nuances from the barrel. So Blanco is usually less than two months, two months. in a steel... Yeah, stainless steel. Stainless steel uh, drum or... Yeah, vat. Vat, okay. And then Reposado, how long? Two months to a year. Two months to one year in a barrel. Barrel. And then Añejo is greater than one year? A year to three years. Okay, one year to three years. And then after three years, it's called Extra Añejo. I I think the longest Extra Añejo I've seen is seven. It might be an eight. I think I've got one that was eight. But yeah, seven. After that much time in a barrel... Now, what if you did a Blanco in... A bourbon barrel, but under two months. Is it still Blanco? Yeah, because it right? it's aged under two, two months. months. Right. But, but it then it doesn't have to be in stainless steel. But then it'd be expensive of because course. you're taking the barrels, right. which barrels are very expensive. So right? when you are making margaritas or any other sort of mixed cocktail using tequila, Blanco is what would be recommended. Yeah, mm-hmm. unless you've got a really disturbing palate and you can taste the Reposado for your margarita or whatever you're going to make tequila sunrise or whatever you start getting the sipping when you get in the reposado one and then right. and then really the añejo to me is is, is for if you're a cigar connoisseur yep. that's when you want to put it in a snifter very mm. similar to a nice single malt uh, Con- scotch well, there's cognac, cognac. Finish, there's sherry finish and they absolutely. Taste. absolutely and that's where the real growth is in those <clears throat> yes. tequilas yeah those two barrel finishes. people have a little discerning credit you know mm-hmm. they can spend that extra money well and i will say that throughout the course of all these tastings of various tequilas my palate has expanded and i now have become a big fan of añejo or extra añejo tequila just with a cigar neat in a snifter it is a fabulous tasting experience nice nuances but if you love a, uh, a high-end single malt scotch or a single-barrel bourbon, you will absolutely love an Añejo or an extra Añejo tequila. And we've got a huge variety. When we come back, we'll give you the entire list. We've got 28 different tequilas that we will be enjoying. Samadier Dave, just quickly, what are we going to be starting off with at the beginning of the next segment? Well, what we're going to do is we're going to do the Tenteo Jalapeno Tequila. We're going to taste that because I made you a very nice... Agalima, Tenteo, Jalapeno, Bloody Maria to start mm. off with. Not a Bloody Mary, Bloody, Bloody Maria. Maria. Bloody Maria, then we'll go into Cenote, and then Milagro. All right, beautiful. So we've got vertical tastings. We've got a whole bunch of fabulous brands, including a very special single barrel tequila that Tommy Diadio of Davidoff and Corona Cigars 
has provided us. So when we come back, we'll start off our very first tequila tasting with the Tanteo Jalapeno and a Tanteo Bloody Maria as we celebrate Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting maneuvers today on the Cigar Dave Show. I had the pleasure of knowing the late, great Avo Uvesian, the man behind the Avo lineup of cigars. And Avo had a great saying. He would tell me, savor every note. Well, one cigar that I can tell you, you will savor every puff, savor every note, is the Avo Heritage. It was developed for the cigar connoisseur seeking a fuller-bodied cigar. Strength, complexity, impeccable smoothness, nice notes of spice. If you are looking for a cigar that delivers full-bodied richness, impeccable smoothness, savor every note of the spice-laden Avo heritage. Available at DavidoffGeneva.com. Pull out your sombreros. It's Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting maneuvers on the Cigar Dave Show. I believe this is the Frito corn chip theme. Ay, 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 ay. I am the Frito Bandito. You probably don't remember that, uh, Sergeant Steve, that commercial, do you? You know, a little bit? Somebody, Dave, you remember that Frito I'm commercial. all over remembering you that. You remember general. that one. Yeah, that will yeah. probably be pretty uh, politically incorrect. But we're not politically incorrect, so we do not care. Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting maneuvers today on the Cigar Dave Show. Somalia Dave Cavanis, Tommy Diadio, the Senior Executive VP of Spirits Procurement for Davidoff of Geneva Store and Lounge in Tampa and the three Corona Cigar Stores in Orlando will rejoin us in just a little bit. And actually, I used high technology. I'm thinking, wait a minute, what's missing? We've got 28 different tequilas. We're going to have all these tequila cocktails. Somalia Dave, what are we missing? We, we need the delicacy. The food. Bingo. So I went on Uber Eats as we conduct broadcast maneuvers, and I believe that probably, oh, within about 35 to 40 minutes, we should have a cornucopia of Mexican delights. Chili con queso, I ordered uh, enchiladas, tacos, burritos, a little bit of salsa, chips, I got everything. So si, we'll, Senor General, I all, am so hungry. See, si, with all the tequila tastings, we're going to need some nourishment to get into our uh, our stomach. So, first up, Somalia Dave, let's talk about the first line of tequilas we'll be tasting. Actually, one, Tanteo Jalapeno. Would I be ex- correct to assume that there's tastes and notes of jalapeno in this Tanteo tequila? Yes, you would be. It's We're going to start with 100% agave tequila that infuses it with fresh jalapenos. Their mild jalapeno flavor will mix well with the agave base. This will result in a unique, delicious tequila with a savory beat. Savory. Now, on the nose right now, man, I can definitely can get some de- of that jalapeno. It stands out. Wow. I got a little bit on my fingers, and it just... So this would know, not be... You could, well, let's try it. Let's say yeah. cheers. We'll try it as let's a try sipping tequila here. Let's see. 
Oh, that's got some jalapeno. Oh, yeah. It's got some flavor. Oh, yeah. There's some serious kick on the back. Now, they also have a habanero and a couple other styles. Well, the reason is, I brought it kick. because I wanted to make it, you know, we do Bloody Marys with vodka or gin. Right. Why can't you start off your day tomorrow on the 5th with a Bloody Maria? Bloody Maria. So that is just the agalima by itself. Oh, okay. So this Here's is the Bloody Mar- agalima organic Bloody Mary mix. Okay. Right. Really big on organics. Mm, a lot good. of flavor. You got Roma tomatoes, Worcestershire. Chipotle pepper, yeah. horseradish, select herbs and spices. Well, really with, tasty. With 1,200 milligrams of sodium in an 8-ounce glass, <laughs> it should have a lot of kick to it. <laughs> That's why I used to love drinking this straight up on pl- on airplanes, just the tequila mix. Yeah. Or not the tequila mix, the Bloody, Bloody Mary. Mix, Mr. and Mrs. Sure. T. And I'd always be thirsty after drinking about sodium. five of them. Yeah. And then when I looked at the sodium, I cut it out completely. Yeah. That's got to be 25 years ago. Right. Loaded. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But it's tasty. It's really good. It is tasty. All right. So we've got the little celery stalk here with the olives. So. Yeah. Mmm. That's good. i got to have an olive. That'll get you to your lunch. Mm-hmm. Right. Mmm. Love the olives. Mmm. Say cheers. A bloody Maria. Mmm. Here we go. Mm. Whoa. You get that sweetness of the Agalima Bloody Mary mix. Right. Then you get the heat. Heat of the jalapeno. And the kick of the Tanteo jalapeno. Right. Uh, from the tequila. That You know who would like this? Colonel Ange. Yeah. Captain Paul. Sure. Voice Talon Ed. Yeah. And maybe even Mick the Brit. But what a way to start off mm. tomorrow Drinking wow. festivities with that. Woo! That's got some serious kick. Now, this Tanteo, tell me about this. Well, Tanteo is Mexican tequila, which is infused. Okay. And uh, like I said, it has a lot of nice jalapenos in here. They do have a uh, habanero, and uh, it's just delicious. It's really affordable. It's $36 a bottle. It's just bought in every liquor store that you possibly could go into. Your ABCs, your totals, all your grocery chain liquor stores also. It, it's a great way to spice up your cocktail. Oh, there's major spice. So 26 bucks for the Tanteo Jalapeno. Tons of jalapeno notes on the nose. Major heat. On the way down. Right. That is my tasting note for the Tanteo Jalapeno. This would be something, if you are going to create a Bloody Mary, would I serve this plain? Probably not. But it's uh, it's definitely a nice addition into the portfolio. So nice way to start with the Tanteo Jalapeno. Now we're going to move into Cenote, spelled C-E-N-O-T-E. Beautiful Tequila. bottles. Tell me about Cenote. Cenote is an ultra-premium, 100% agave azul. From, you know, the Yucatan area of Mexico. It is named for a particular underground water system, which is unique to that geographical region. The Mayans considered windows to the world inhabited by gods and goddesses. It's a result of diligent craftsmanship by master distiller Arturo Fuente. It's Wait, wait, wait. Did you say Arturo Fuente? Yeah, there's more than one Arturo. There's more Arturo. Who knew that the Fuente, another Fuente family, was involved with tequila? How many Joe Smiths are there in the world? Who knew? Who knew? Now, is this a relatively, this Cenote, a relatively new brand? Yeah, it's within the last couple years, maybe three. No, the brand itself isn't. 
but coming to the United States, getting distribution and everything. And that's one of the reasons why I brought a lot of the uh, tequilas we have. You can see a lot of the other ones right. constantly, but to source out new and unique ones, this is a great way to do it. All right, so the Cenote Tequila Blanco, again, this is 100% Azula Blue Agave, mm-hmm. but I get less than two months in a stainless steel vat. Correct. All right, which one? Is this the one right here? Yeah, Somebody that's going to be the Blanco. Okay, this is the Blanco. So now what I'm going to do is say cheers. Wow, this this almost has... It's, a lot know, of flavor. Well, on the nose, it's almost straight up alcohol is what yeah. I'm smelling with a little bit of sweetness. I'll take a sip. You know, you have really continuous rich flavors of the cooked agave, mm. spices, a little bit of green vegetable. All right, so heavy alcohol on the nose. It was mellowed in American oak barrels for three weeks. And it's got a little bit of warmth with a very earthy type of taste. So that is my tasting note on that. So Cenote Blanco, how much? Uh, you're looking at $36 a bottle. 36 Now we move into the Reposado. Reposado, which, as we know, is aged from three months, two months to a year. Yeah, so this is done in six months. Six months they keep it in. And Correct. this Cenote Reposado, as I'm looking at it, almost has a, almost like a, a light yellow color to it. Correct, and that's all natural. That's from the new oak that they're using on that. All right, let's say... Cheers on that. Again, a little bit more woodiness on, and a sweetness on the nose. Yeah, from the aging of the oak. It's really a mm. delightful tequila. Delightful. Very sweetness, sipping. More expansive on the palate. Right. More complex than the, than the, uh, the Blanco. The Blanco, no question about it. So definitely, this would be a nice, you could use this. For some nice tequila cocktails, you could even sip this straight up. Right. Be very, very nice. Now we move into the añejo, which means aged. aged. And as we know, it's got to be more than a year, usually less than what, three? Yeah, it's less than three. Usually, on an average, if you look at most añejos, they're going to be aged about 15 months, maybe 18, you know, depending on the cost factor. This is really nice. You're going to get some smoke wood notes on the nose. Now, this has almost a Colorado color. looks almost like a tan cigar wrapper. That's 18 months in the barrel. Definitely definitely getting a lot of fruit notes. No, you're going to get some vanilla spice in chocolate on your palate. Well, let me try that. We'll say cheers. This is the Cenote Añejo. And your finish is going to be really complex because you're going to get Ooh. those little nuances here and there. That is smooth. Very. Smooth. This so wonderful notes of fruit and sweetness on the nose. Mm-hmm. Very smooth. Mm. Definite vanilla. Mm-hmm. Light spice. Almost like a clove spice on the palate. Very, very pleasant. Cenote. Love this. That's about $45 a bottle. That one would be yeah. a General's five-star selection. There you go. 45 bucks. Cannot go wrong with that. That is the Añejo. And now we're going to go to the... Cristalino. 
from that's also cenote. This is the cenote. cenote. They have it, Cristalino, right? The añejo, but it's white. Yes, because of the filtration. Ah. So this is an elegant toasted finish, aged over a year in American oak cast, passed through activated carbon filters, which extract the amber hue and preserves the beautiful aromas in this aged spirit. So what they're doing is putting it over carbon fi- charcoal. Which takes the color out. That's why Gentleman Jack has done one and a half times. If you did it twice, it would take all the color out of the Jack. Almost It'd be a, white, black. Yeah, almost a lemon uh, citrus aroma yeah. on the nose. So lemon citrus aroma on the nose. Let me say cheers. Cheers. Oh. Very nice. Very tasty. Oh, yeah. This is not what I expected. Looking at this clear añejo, mm-hmm. but it's it's definitely not as expansive as expansive as the cenote añejo. Not detecting major wood notes, and that's obviously because of the filtration. You're right, it's taking it out. So you're looking at about sixty-five dollars a bottle. No heat on the palate. No. Very pleasant. Smooth. Very tame. Yeah. Tame and smooth is what I yeah. would say. Tame, smooth, with a very, very light note of sweetness. So I would say the Añejo and the Cristalino Añejo, both my favorites. You cannot go wrong with the Reposado. How much for this uh, Cristalino Añejo? $65. The- that's So $65, a yeah. little bit more expensive. For those of you that like a medium to fuller flavored cigar Maduro, I would stick with a Cenote Añejo for $45. Bucks. If you want something that's going to be very, very smooth, that would go with a nice mild Connecticut wrapped cigar, or just sipping plain to have in your bar, the Cenote Cristalino Añejo cannot go wrong with that. All right, when we come back, we'll conduct the National Cigar Litation Ceremony. And we will also get into the Milagro line of tequilas. So we started off with the Tanteo Jalapeno and the Tanteo Jalapeno Bloody Maria. And then we just did a vertical sampling of the Cenote line of tequilas, the Blanco, the Reposado, the Añejo, and the Cristalino. Let me remind you that every single tequila we're tasting on our Cinco de Mayo Tequila Tasting Maneuver edition of the Cigar Dave Show today is available at CigarDave.com. We've got a PDF that you can take into your spirit retailer listing every one of the tequilas that we're sampling, a picture of the bottle, cost, and our tasting notes. So be sure to go to CigarDave.com, and we'll also have that uh, posted on all of our social media feeds. We will continue with the National Cigar Litation Ceremony as we celebrate Cinco de Mayo around the corner. Question I receive most from connoisseurs. General, what is the newest cigar that I should try? Easy answer. Right now, it's the Gurkha Revenant. Very unique addition to the Gurkha portfolio. It comes in two different wrappers, a Corojo or a San Andrean Maduro wrapper. But what is unique about the Gurkha Revenant? It uses essentially the same Cameroon binder and some broadleaf in the filler. So you're going to get some unique sweetness. You're going to get some unique spice. The San Andres Maduro wrapper adds more sweetness with a little bit more of a unique complexion, whereas the Corojo, more of a medium-bodied balance smoke. Try one of each. You can't go wrong. The brand-new Gurkha Revenant, available in Corojo and San Andres Maduro wrapper. Visit GurkhaCigars.com.
build the big wall, secure the border. Make America great and secure. New lyrics to the Mexican hit La Cucaracha. Had to interject that in again as we celebrate Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting maneuvers. No illegal aliens used in the production of today's show. All right. We've talked about all these different spirits, and we're going to get to our next lineup and our next cocktail in just a moment. But first, I need a fine cigar that is appropriate for our Cinco de Mayo celebration maneuvers. With an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy, it's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. Well, we need something with a Mexican twist and some great friends of mine in the cigar industry that are known for their incredible Mexican tobaccos and their Tiamo cigars. Alberto and Alejandro Torrent, they've been on the show many times, great folks. And I have pulled out a Romeo San Andreas. Now this follows the launch of the Romeo by Romeo y Julieta. This is an interesting collaboration between Altares and A.J. Fernandez, specifically between Rafael Nodal, who joined Altada several years ago from Boutique Blends, working on new products on behalf of Altadas, and A.J. Fernandez, or Abdel Fernandez of A.J. Fernandez Cigars. So they worked on different blends. They wanted to start off with a San Andrean Mexican wrapper. I love this wrapper. This wrapper has been around for a long time. There was a stigma. To Mexican tobacco, Mexican wrapper. Nobody wanted to admit that they used San Andreas Moron, this beautiful Maduro wrapper. Jim Colucci at the time with Altadas about 10 years ago said to the Torrents, I want every bit of San Andreas Moron leaf you can get me because I'm going to start making cigars using this leaf and I'm going to tell everybody. And sure enough, big hits. And then the next thing you know, a few years later at one of the Cigar Retailers Convention, I look around, there's about eight manufacturers, ten manufacturers all coming out with San Andreas Moron uh, wrapped cigars, including Rocky Patel and Romeo y Julieta. So this Romeo San Andreas uses a beautiful San Andreas Moron wrapper. Nicaraguan binder, Dominican and Nicaraguan filler. Comes in four sizes. We've pulled out the Toro, six inches in length with a 54 ring gauge, suggested retail about $10. Now this cigar is going to have a lot of flavor, a lot of boldness, a lot of richness. Just looking at this wrapper, you can tell this is an absolutely serious cigar. Mexican San Andrean wrapper, beautiful taste that I cannot wait to get to. It's a nice medium, medium plus cigar, so without any further delay. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. Self-sharpening double-edged stainless steel guillotine ready. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. All right, I'm pulling out my Cigar Dave Mala Make America Lightate again. Ah, yes, fantastic. Beautiful flame comes out about two inches. You can't hear it because of the music. There we go, ready to go. Cigar, Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. Perfect cut. I will now toast the foot of this magnificent looking Romeo San Andre. It almost looks like chocolate when you do look at this thing. All right, I'm toasting the foot of this cigar, taking my time. 
All right. Very nice. Let me just heat it up a little bit more. I will puff and rotate. Oh, I just ran out of butane. Somalia Dave, let me borrow your litation device. Didn't bring one today. You didn't bring one? No. Marky Mark, we need a litation device. I just ran out of butane. Uh, Marky Mark, the store manager here at Davidoff of Geneva Store and Lounge, all the way from central New York, bringing me that fine litation device. Thank you, Marky Mark. Wait, stay. Oh, look at that. See, a man always has a backup plan, and Marky Mark was my backup plan. All right. All right. Nice draw on this Romeo San Andreas. Nice. Mm. Mm. As I puff and rotate, let me just make sure I have a nice even amber glow. I do. Mm. Somebody, Dave, you may like your cigar. Thank you very much. Right now. Many thanks, Marky Mark. I'll tell you what, would you be kind enough to get this refilled for us? For some reason, we didn't get a complete fill. You always want to, and that's got a big tank on that Cigar Dave R&D Mala Make America Lightate Again Lighter. All right, great draw, great taste. Very nice. This is going to go beautifully with our tequilas because we've got some silvers that are going to be on the mild to medium, the Reposado on the medium, and Añejo, a little bit more flavorful. So this is a very nice balance. What do you think, Samadhi, Dave? Very good. Love it. A little it's too delicious. You, you got too much blue smoke on the yeah, way back. Yeah, on there. the way back. This is almost like Guinness when you look at the color yeah. and you're thinking, wow, this is going to be over the top, really powerful. You start to smoke this. It is very mild. Delicious. Mm, very nice. Okay. Somebody, Dave, when we think of a tequila-infused cocktail libation, what's the first thing you think of on the beach? Margaritas. Margarita, a little salt on the glass. Tell me how you made this. I made that using Agalima Organic margarita mix okay which is all natural products with lemon juice and then i just used uh cenote blanco mm. did it in the you know the combination is dictated on the mm. bottle sweetness with the salt now this is what's very dangerous you're on the beach you're by a pool you're thirsty you're parched this is like drinking candy almost i was going to say kool-aid on the way kool-aid yeah, Kool candy right and what happens is overdrink. you overdrink. And that's where people have this misnomer. That, oh, tequila's going to make me sick. Yeah. Sure. You have six or eight of these on the beach. Yeah, over you a few dehydrate. Hours, right. Absolutely, you're going to get sick because you're going to have six, eight shots of tequila. But we know as experienced connoisseurs, tequila, sipping, snifter with a cigar, absolutely marvelous. Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting maneuvers continue. Hour two next. Entertainment Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General, General Cigar, cigar Dave. Dave. Tomorrow is May 5th. 
That is Cinco de Mayo. And that celebrates the big Mexican victory in 1862 at the Battle of Puebla, Mexico, defeating France. Everybody thinks it's Mexican Independence Day. It's not. But we always celebrate any form of holiday where there's libations and delicacies involved. Cinco de Mayo, tequila. Tequila cocktails and delicacies, too. We'll have some Mexican food. In fact, I am tracking on Uber Eats right now as we speak. It is 1.06 Eastern time. They're telling me by 1.09, three minutes from now, we should have a humongous $160 order from Miguel's Mexican Restaurant here in the Cigar City, right delivered to us, front and center. And we will chow down on all the delicacies that I have ordered, especially when we're talking about tasting 29 different tequilas, plus about four different tequila-inspired cocktails. We started off with the Tanteo Jalapeno, a nice tequila with a jalapeno taste and aroma and kick to it. Then we had a a Tanteo Bloody Mary, the actually Bloody Maria for uh, celebrating Cinco de Mayo. Then we went into a tasting of Cenote tequilas. They're Blanco, they're Reposado, and they're Añejo and Cristalino Añejo. Very, very unique. It's an Añejo that's aged, but they filter out any of the color, and it softens up the taste a little bit. And then we had a Cenote Margarita that was absolutely spectacular with the Agalina Margarita mix. We're enjoying my Romeo San Andreas cigar with a San Andrean Mexican Marone wrapper. And now as we begin our second hour, we've got the Milagro line of tequilas, the Suerte, the Herodura, Viva, Azunia. We've got uh, Montebolo. Is it, what is it, Montebolo? Yeah, Montebolos. Montebolos. And some Mezcal, some Don Julio, a special, two special patrons that Tommy Diadio, the senior executive VP of Spirits Procurement at Davidoff of Geneva here in the Cigar City of Tampa and the three Corona cigar stores in Orlando that has provided Somalia Dave Cavanis, our resident Somalia, rejoins us. Somalia Dave, we have been talking about tequila very quickly. One more time, one minute or less, what is tequila? Tequila is a beverage from the agave Blue agave in the Tequila Guadalajara region that is processed into a delicious adult beverage. Outstanding. Bada be blue agave. Got to be from the uh, Jalisco, Jalisco region of Mexico. Guadalajara, right, area. But the mezcals are from other areas of Mexico that have agave. About gotcha. 27 other Not agaves. made with blue agave, but other types of agave. Right. Blue agave is the creme de la creme of agave. Correct. In this region, there was a doctor whose name was Weber. So every once in a while, I'll say blue Weber agave. He was the one that identified this particular species of agave and named it. And that grows exclusively in the Jalisco region, tequila. No relation to Weber from Weber Grills. No. But right. they do cook it. They do steam it. They do process it in such a way to where you could get that thought process going. Yes. Outstanding. So let's go with the Milagro line. Tell me about Milagro. We've had it before. Yes. Beautiful bottles. And we've got a very unique Milagro, a silver 
barrel reserve correct amazing bottle that we'll be enjoying but tell me about milagro so milagro which is one of my favorite tequilas due to the fact that i've been there i've watched them harvest the pinas transport them to the ovens slowly bake them and break down their complex fruitons into simple fructose the baked Pinas are then either shredded or mashed under a large stone wheel called a tahona. The pulp fiber is then left behind. They can either feed it to animals or whatever, but then it's distilled. They have some really nice column still at this distillery, and they just make wonderful tequila. And uh, Milagro has not been around for a very long time, Well, correct? it's been around uh, at least a good 15 years. But in the United States? Yes. It has been. been. Yeah, it came around about 15 years ago. Well, I can tell you that we've had this Milagro before. The packaging is incredible. The flavors are very, very unique. Top shelf all the way. And not overly expensive. No, they're relatively uh, inexpensive. You can get the silver and the Reposada. Usually they're line priced at around $29 to $31. The Añejo is going to come under $40. The Select Barrel is going to be around $43. Select Barrel will be similar to what Tommy bought, a single barrel. Well, right. that's what this is. They call it Select, but it's a single barrel tequila. Well, when we look at the three bottles, Milagro, they're long cylindrical bottles. And for the silver, you can see that it in the center, it's translucent, but there's a bluish hue at the top and Correct. bottom. For the Reposado, again, you can see it's clear in the middle to get the actual color Correct. towards the top and bottom. More of a, almost like a medium brown. And then when we look at the Añejo, it's brown. that is brown all the way. It's a dark, uh, almost... A deep, uh, almost a root beer type color. Correct. If you look at that, or a cola type color. And it reminds me of the column stills that they have at the distillery. So uh, it's it's really nice. It's a really beautiful area. If anybody's in that part of Guadalajara, I suggest they go see the distillery. All right, Milagro Silver the on silver, the nose. It's going to be mm. really crisp, fresh. It's agave forward, so you're going to smell the agave itself. I do. You get some citrus notes off that. I'm getting some definite citrus notes on mm -hmm. there. I'm also getting almost a cereal type of, almost a, almost a wheat type of mm -hmm. aroma on the nose. I will say cheers. Nice. Your flavor is going to be uh, vegetal, citrus, spice. Oh, this is this spicy a, black pepper. For a silver, yeah, this has got pepper. It's got spice. It's got uh, almost just a very, very subtle taste of honey. Yeah. Very, very subtle. But this is, a, this is, a, this is a spice bomb. Yeah. Spice bomb Definitely. all the way. Very nice. It's where they source their gavis in the highlands. And what's, what's the difference? Well, when you get in the low, lowlands, it's a different flavor profile than the highlands. You get more of a vegetal in the uh, lowlands than you do in the highlands. You get more spice and uh, flavors, just like grapes in the hillside versus on the flat side. Suggested retail for the Milagro. 29 to $31. Very, very nice. Next up, we've got the Reposado. Let the me Reposado. say cheers. All right. That also is going to be clean. You're going to get a really very nice clean. agave note of caramel with that. Yeah, I'm definitely on the nose, almost a little butterscotchy type of aroma. When you look at it, it's going to be a neutral golden straw color. Wow, it's very, very smooth going down. There's no bite, not a lot of spice, not a lot of warmth, just no. a very pleasant, almost a neat 
type of experience, a neat yeah, taste. Very you get a little bit neat. of caramel and toast in there. That's mm -hmm. in between three months and six months that it's been aged. Neat and clean with just a little bit of heat on the front of the tongue, but not much. But yeah, very, the two owners, nice. Danny and Moya, do a phenomenal job with their products. Now we go to the, and what's the suggested retail? Same, between 29 and 31 so, airline price. Interesting, so even though it's aged longer, it's roughly the uh, same amount. Yeah. All right. They'll do that. Now you're with the Añejo. If you look at it, you're gonna get a pale amber color to it. You know, when you look at the nose, you're gonna probably get some coconut toasted oats. All right, let me. From the aging. Now this on the on the nose on this añejo, little bit be more wow. in depth. It's fourteen months in the barrel. Wow, that has got. Whew, that's definitely got a lot of character on the nose. I will say, cheers. Mm. Take a sip on this. Could pick up some caramel, coconut, chocolate, tobacco, tropical fruit, anything like that. Be a little sweet though, but yet spicy on the finish. Wow, that's got some sizzle yeah. on the front of the tongue, heat on the back, but very, very smooth. Yes. Very smooth, almost spicy clove-like notes. This is a good cigar sipping, quaffing style tequila. All the agave that they use here is estate grown, so they can control their agave. The other two, they source out a little bit because of its popularity. They need to go to the regular... Uh, growers in the area to bring in some of their plants, but this is all state grown. This is the best that they possibly can put into the market. Mm, very, very nice. Very pleasant. Goes nicely with my Romeo San Andreas. Very pleasant. Suggested retail on this, Somalia Dave? It's got to be more expensive. Look. Yeah, you're looking at $39. Okay, so, so $10 under, more. Yeah, it's under $40. All right, now we move into the silver, Milagro Silver Barrel Reserve. Correct. This is very, very unique because... First of all, the bottle on this thing looks like a blue agave translucent, and we'll send a picture. You can put your thumb on the bottom. It looks like the blue agave. Correct. But this is single barrel, very unique. It's a single barrel, similar to towards later in the show. We're going to do the Grand Patron that Tommy bought for Davidoff here to utilize. What you're getting here is 100% estate-grown agave, which is mellowed in French oak barrels. You get a little hint of vanilla. I'm getting vanilla right on the yeah. nose, but very smooth, very, very right smooth. off the bat. Right. Yep. Very nice. Let me say cheers on this. Again, this is clear. This is a silver. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's got some sweetness. Yeah. More expansive than a regular Blanco. That's because it's in French oak. That's yeah. We were talking about the limousine oak that they get in the uh, forest in France. It gives such unique properties to the flavor profile spirits. Almost has a Chardonnay-esque yeah. type of flavor complexion yeah. to it. Took, nice. Took out all the colors, so uh, there it is. And this is about 55, you said? Yeah. Very nice. It and that's limited. Is that still available? Oh, it's available, but it's not going to be the particular one that you're drinking because they take a barrel, bottle it, ship it. So as you go from market to market to market, the flavor is going to be different. Very, very pleasant. Very nice. Uh, okay, so let's do this. We're going to take a timeout. We've gone through the Milagro. We've got, uh, geez, I think probably about 20-some-odd more to go. We will continue celebrating Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting maneuvers around the corner. 
The General certifies that no illegal aliens were used in the production or transmission of today's Cigar Dave Show. Continue Cinco de Mayo tasting maneuvers. Ah, some enjoyable, authentic Mexican delicacies were enjoyed during the break. Now, I recorded that interstitial earlier today because I did not want to disrupt the flow of our Cinco de Mayo tequila tasting maneuvers from Davidoff of Geneva Store and Lounge here in the Cigar City. Rejoined with Samani Dave, Sergeant Steve, Tommy Diadio of Davidoff of Geneva and Corona Cigars in Orlando will rejoin us in just a moment. So during that three-minute break, that three-minute interstitial you listened to as I caught you up on some cigar news and some other relevant items, we got our delivery from Uber Eats, from Miguel's Mexican Restaurant in the Cigar City of Tampa. Authentic. We started off with some chips, and we had some chili con queso, and some guacamole and salsa. Then we had shrimp surrounded by bacon, because let's face it, every show must have some sort of dead animal involved. Then we had some soft-shell tacos with chicken, some enchiladas with steak. What else did we... Oh, we had those those, uh, stuffed jalapeno peppers. They were good. Yeah. Really good. Sergeant Steve, what'd you think? Fantastic. Those poppers were great. Tommy loved it. You guys are all taking their leftovers home. Not, Not going anywhere near leftover. the Pleasure Palace. Yep. By the way, we will go on probably a half-hour siesta, and we will rejoin you <laughs> around we'll 3 o'clock to all of our affiliates after uh, our delicacies that we've just enjoyed. We all need a little siesta, but we will continue front and center. All right, we left off at the Suerte Tequilas. I'm yep. looking at these bottles, Samadier Dave. Reminds me of Dry Fly Distillery out in Washington State. Good. But very, very nice. Tell me about Suerte. Is this new? Yep. Uh, they're a couple years old. You'll see that they have the rabbit on the label. The rabbits are in honor of what's in the agave fields. A lot of rabbits. rabbits. Yeah, rabbits. A lot deer. of rabbits uh, yeah. conducting pleasure move. Little yeah. rabbit harems all over the place. They're sucking on the leaves and all that, getting a little... Blue agave in their system. So they have a real nice Blanco, Reposado, Añejo. It's uh, small, hand barrel crafted. This Blanco that you're going to try, they do 650 cases per batch, handcrafted batch. So that's not that many cases at all. Well, looking at the design of the bottle... The yep. bottle itself, the logo, mm-hmm. very, very appetizing. Yeah. I cannot wait to try this. So first up is Suerte Blanco. Mm-hmm. It's going to be 100% blue agave. It's going to be slow roasted in a brick oven for 52 hours, then crushed by the Tahona. That's a long time, 52 hours. Well, Samania Dave, as I take a smell of this on the aroma, almost some... Fruit-like sweetness. Sure. It, that's going to permeate through a lot of the actual agave, true agaves, where you get 100% agave. That agave has such a potent f- flavor to it and aroma. It stands straight out. Citrus. Well, I'm going to take a sip here. You're going to get some herbal citrus Ooh. sweet notes. Almost has some, yeah, the herbal essence. Yeah. Almost uh, tastes similar to an acid cigar or a Lars Tetons with the infused botanicals. Right. And in fact, 
I would say the aroma of this is very similar to a gin, almost juniper-like mm -hmm. aromas. Same thing on the taste. This is very pleasant. Yeah. This is uh, this would be a good substitute for gin. Yeah, and it's there. You go, make gin uh, Bloody Maria's. Bloody well, Maria. <clears throat> but it's going to be relatively inexpensive to most of the ones that we've tried. It's thirty-one dollars a bottle. You can drink it neat, or you can make your margarita out of it. Well, this is fantastic. By the way. I forgot to give, for the Milagro Reposado and the Añejo, I will give that the General's five-star recommendation. True. A five-star selection. Those were outstanding. Really, really enjoyed that. You cannot go wrong. Now, the Suerte Reposado, as I look at this, there's not much color compared no, to some of the other Reposados. Light. Very, very, almost light whitish straw color. Right. So it's going to be six months rested in a barrel but remember by law you don't have to add color to it if you don't you can if you want to so when you look at some of these tequilas they have that nice golden hue to it or that really robust look like a bourbon or a whiskey it's because they had some caramel color added to it this is just pure handcrafted tequila Wow, the aroma on this is fabulous. Let me say cheers on this. Nice. Very, it, it's very pleasant. Yeah. Very pleasant. I would say this is non-offensive. No, it's smooth. soft. Yeah, it's soft, that, soft, perfect. Soft, yeah. smooth, right. pleasant, approachable. Exactly. I like this. 36. Yeah. 36. I'd give this a five-star selection for somebody that wants some mellow flavors. Very soft notes. Very delightful. When we come back, we'll hit the Suerte Añejo. Then we go into the Herraduras Cinco de Mayo Tequila Tasting Maneuvers. Front and center continues with Samadier Dave, Tommy Diadio, and yours truly, the global five-star general and alpha male-in-chief. I had the pleasure of knowing the late, great Avo Uvesian, the man behind the Avo lineup of cigars. And Avo had a great saying. He would tell me, savor every note. Well, one cigar that I can tell you, you will savor every puff, savor every note, is the Avo Heritage. It was developed for the cigar connoisseur seeking a fuller-bodied cigar. Strength, complexity, impeccable smoothness, nice notes of spice. If you are looking for a cigar that delivers... Full-bodied richness, impeccable smoothness, savor every note of the spice-laden Avo heritage. Available at DavidoffGeneva.com. It's a Cinco de Mayo celebration, hosted by your Cinco Star General, Cigar, Cigar Dave, Dave Cinco. Cha cha cha! I like that. Your Cinco Star Global General and Alpha Male in Chief globally, of course. The song, Tequila, very famous in my hometown of Buffalo because during the Buffalo Sabers games at one of the during one of the breaks in play. There was a beer salesman known as the Earl of Bud, and he'd get on one of the, the rails and actually start 
dancing to this thing with the two beers and everything in hand. So the Earl of Bud in Buffalo, and today we enjoy our 29 different tequilas. We've got a lot to get to. So far, we've hit, this will be 11, as we uh, continue with Suerte, the extra Añejo. Very impressed with this Suerte. What's interesting, Somalia Dave, is how there's all these, there's a Reposado, there's an Añejo, there's a Blanco, but everyone is slightly different, similar sure. to a cigar. None are sure. the exact same. Well, a lot of it has to do with the aging. Some are not aged within barrels at all. They're just stainless steel, or they just go right into the bottle, so you're going to get a particular flavor profile, and the longer you put it in a barrel, the nuances that come from the barrel, especially a whiskey barrel. Imagine whether it's Jack Daniels or whatever, all that interesting nuance. All right, so now we've got this Suerte Extra Añejo. This is yes. a limited edition, Somalia, Dave. Very. So and if it's good, I'm taking it with me. It's yours, General. Whether it's good or bad, you're <laughs> No, no, no. It's no. going if home it's with bad, you. No, if it's bad, it goes home with Sergeant Steve. <laughs> if it's good, it goes home with me. Oh, man. Now, this has got some maple notes yeah. on the nose. This is, oh. Because it's an extra Añejo. And a little over, bit of, I'm getting a little bit of oakiness, a little wood. Right. Over three years aged. Initially, it's going to be put in that brick. This oven is magnificent. For 52 hours and cooked. It wow. brings out all those flavors. And then by putting it in the barrel for three years, that's the results. This is magnificent. Again, very approachable. A mm -hmm. little bit more warmth, but not overpowering. I'll tell you, this is, a, this is going to get my five-star selection as well. And nice. I'll tell you why. Because first of all, the aroma is fabulous with the notes right. of maple. When you taste it, it's got the slight notes of maple, notes of, of the oak, of the Probably wood. Probably a little vanilla. little vanilla, but there's no bite. There's no, it's just a whoop, slight right. warmth, very pleasant all the way. So far, i got to tell you, this would be my favorite sipping well, that's tequila yours. without. This is mine. Put that in my special, got it. My special Steve, bag. Steve, you don't get it. Suggested retail, Somalia. Uh, you're looking at $47. Worth every penny. Very impressive. And again, relatively new to the market. Yes. And how's that there. doing in the marketplace? Uh, okay. It, you know, it's trying to get someone educated through programs like yours. Thank you very much. To get them off of buying there every day. Realizing that if you spend a little bit extra money, it's really not that much more expensive. Due to the fact you're not buying mixers, you're not over drinking, you're consuming a better quality product, drinking less of it, you're getting a better environment occasion. Well, tell the Suertes that it's got my five-star we'll recommendation, do. We'll do. and I expect a case of it at the Pleasure it's, Palace. It's on its way. Outstanding. Now we move into a very <laughs> unique line. Where before yeah. we go to Herradura, we're going to go to the Viva 32. 32. XXXII, the right. 32 unique bottle. Yeah. This it's, is very unique. It's organic. It says tequila Joven. Hoven. Oh, Hoven, okay. Hoven's young. Young. Yeah, young. Love them young. Uh, no, we don't. Not, they've got to be at least 18. Thank you very much. <laughs> or, uh, 17 below will get you 20. So, Somalia Dave, the harem must be a minimum of 18, 21 preferred. There you go. All right, now tell me about this Hoven. So it's 100% blue agave, and it's blended with some three-year-old extra in Yeho. So it's a blend. Okay. It's going to go through a forge-stage cold filtration process. It's going to have a lot of flavor 
straightforward Ooh. little lemon peel, white yeah. pepper, yerba bunya. This is surprising me. I thought this yeah. was going to be, you know, on the well, you unbalanced, have no idea unfinished. Because of the way the design looks. Yeah, the bottle it's though is magnificent. It is ultra modern, yeah. but the aroma on this, a lot of lemon, a lot of lime, a little bit of, almost yeah. a little bit of um, a mustiness to it. But yeah. when you take a taste. It's clean. It's crisp. Mm -hmm. It has a medium to long finish. It does. As you smack your lips, you're bringing air in. You're getting more different nuances on those flavors. I may take that. Let's put that to the yeah. side for now. But that's pleasant. Suggested retail. Uh, you're looking at $35 a bottle. Now, that's nice. Again, that's so good as a Blanco, I wouldn't mix anything with that. Correct. That no. could be neat. Drink it like it is. In the summer, put a nice ice cube in there. You will be good to go. Now, next up. From Azunio, I'm Azunia. looking at it. says USDA organic tequilas. Yes. Beautiful looking tequila bottles. 100% organic. We've tried these last year too. We were really happy with them. They show very well. Azunia, 100% organic. As you'll see, more and more are going towards organic farming due to the flavor profile and all that of it. Now, this almost, this Azunia Blanco reminds me of a white dog unaged bourbon yeah or whiskey it's got that corn almost notes of corn very sweet mm -hmm. you know you're looking at something in the 36 dollar range it's as authentic of a tequila as tequila can be all right it's been oven roasted for 36 hours two times distilled now we move to the reposado again yes. organic i'll say cheers you're looking at three monks in american oak with a touch of smokiness, Ooh, slight got, vanilla finish. I was just going to say vanilla smokiness yeah. on the palate. That's that barrel. This reminds me almost of an or a, a Scotch whiskey, almost with a little bit of that smokiness, but not overpowering. Right. Very, very pleasant. I would say this is also, I'm going to wait for the Añejo, yeah. but it, this could be in contention for a five-star selection. They suggest you sip it as a craft cocktail, such as the Mexican Mule or the Mexican Sunrise. All right. Next up is the Añejo. Is going to be the Añejo. Now, this has got, on the nose, I'm getting a little orange peel on here. And I'm going to say cheers and take a sip. This one's aged 18 months in a barrel. You're going to get some really nice natural open-air fermentation flavors. This has got a, a, a lemony almost tang to it. Not a lot of warmth, but lemony tang. So it's a different taste. I would say the Reposado I favor, but this Añejo is very, very nice. So that is very, very pleasant. Suggested retail. $44 a bottle. Okay, 44 Now we go to Herradura. Beautiful bottles. I was very impressed with some of the Herraduras we had last year, so I wanted you to bring all of them this year. Yes. We start off with Tommy D., Put the uh, headphones on, please. We're going to be going to Herradura, the silver. Tell me about Herradura. So Herradura is part of Bron Foreman's portfolio. This is one of their tequila expressions with El Himidor. They do a very nice job of it. What you'll have here is a 100% agave, which is aged for 45 days, just like Tommy said. It can go couple days yep. or 45 it's under the two-month period oh nice so, but you sweetness. do get a little bit mm -hmm. of vanilla and woody notes on it i'm not getting a lot of woody but i'm getting vanilla with some sweetness what do you think tommy yeah very smooth yeah i like this 
This is nice. Suggested retail. Uh, you're looking at $39 a bottle. I'm a big fan of Herodura. I'm going to take that yeah, Herodura. We're going to add that to my to my list as well because that is very, very uh, impressive all the way. 39 bucks. Yeah. For a Herodura Silver. Nice. Mm -hmm. All right. Next up. So you have the Reposado, which is going to be in the barrel for 11 months. All right. This is the Reposado right in front of me. Again, it's got a new, unique horseshoe on here, so there's got to be some sort of horse connection yeah, th there. Yeah, it's a special commemorative bottle that they put oh, out. Nice. You know, for forty-one a bottle, eleven months in American oak barrels, it's got some really oh, nice, nice flavors to it. Are they mm. the same? Wow. And Yeho. Oh, Yeho. I like that. I'm going to take that too. <laughs> that is so good. And that's a Reposado. That's yes. amazing. Only mm -hmm. a year, but it's got 11 great, months. Yeah. 11 months. Some fruitiness, some sweetness, a little molasses, I'm finding. Mm -hmm. Very, very pleasant. She's just at retail on this one. Uh, we're looking at $41 a bottle. All right, so 41 bucks a bottle. $2 more for the Reposado. Mm -hmm. Can't go wrong. Nope. Cannot go wrong. Now we go to the Añejo. Añejo. <clears throat> And I'm looking at the bottle again. I'm not seeing it's. What's amazing is the Reposado looks darker than the Añejo. Yeah, I you know I, I can't comment on that. But they again, both, both finished in the same barrel. I don't know what maybe type of barrels they're using. Barrel. Maybe exactly. one's France, one's American bourbon. Exactly. Could be. But you know they're not going to add the caramel color yeah. it, because then it takes right. away from it being natural. I don't want any spirit that adds any sort of artificial color or, or natural color. I just want the natural wood color. Now I'll say cheers on this. There you go. Wow, incredibly smooth. A lot of flavor to it too. I got to tell this is very. What's interesting, the Reposado and the Añejo are almost similar, but mm. I like the Reposado better. The longer it stays in the cast, the uh it, get, it gets lighter, smoother, and it loses that agave yeah, flavor. Suggested retail on that. Uh, you're looking at uh, $46 a bottle. Mm -hmm. Okay. To me, the $44, uh, or correction, the Herodura $46 uh, Reposado. Did we say 44 44 uh, 41 40, uh, It was 41 Oh, 41 And we said Do I hear 42 41 And the Añejo was 46 you mm -hmm. said? Yes. Okay, to me. I like the Reposado for five bucks less. We're going to add that to my but collection. But people that like well. the sip will like the Anejo. They do, but yeah. I, to me, the Reposado uh, is I, more complex. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Blanco guy. Are you really? Then Reposado, I'm not a big Anejo or extra Anejo person. See, I normally like Anejo, yeah. but this Reposado is so flavorful with the yeah. expansion of flavors that I will add that. I'm going to make that a five star selection. The Herodura. Uh, Reposado, and that's not even the reserve, and we've got two others that we're going to be enjoying. So we just tasted the Añejo. Here is the reserve. This is a Reserva Reposado right. 2016 yeah. that I brought from my personal collection. Correct. And we're going to sample this, so I know I must have liked it when I tasted it <laughs> because it's in my personal bar. So we'll take a sip. That's the 14-year-old. It's yeah, the best it's nice. example of how each source of flavor, agave, water, Fermentation, <clears throat> distillation, and maturation impacts the character of the final product. Tasting notes, incredibly balanced. Yeah. Very smooth. Slight notes of sweetness. You're going to taste some so satisfying. I got a little citrus on the end. A little bit of citrus. You're going to taste some a little different every time you taste it. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> now we move into. They have an Ultra. An Ultra. Tell me about the Ultra. 
Yeah, this is a find that note. The ultra. Again, Ani this looks like a Blanco. Yeah, but it's an Anejo. But it's, it's an Anejo. Right. They filter, they filter out, it out. Mm -hmm. Filter out the color, which you're seeing more and more people do stuff like that. Yeah, Don Julio 70. Gaslight uh, Dragones does it. You know, it it almost looks Whoa, better it being filtered out. This is magnificent sweetness. That's real sweet. So Americans like sweet. Their tequilas wow. have been manufactured since 1870, and this is top of the line for them of what the expression is they're trying to come with. Sweet, smooth, notes of candy. It's, I was yeah. going to say candy, too. It's definitely notes got candy. candy. I'm going to bring that for the dame, so we're going to put that in. Yeah. That's a five-star selection for dames. 90 bucks a bottle. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely taking that <laughs> there bottle. There you go. That is fantastic. All right. We've gone through now, I think, about, what, 20? So... We're gonna when we come back, we're four, going to hit. We've got mezcals. We've four got mezcals. four mezcals that we're gonna do, and then we've got Don Julio, Patron Añejo, Patron uh, Estate, and we're going to do a very special libation that I have concocted. And when we come back, we're going to tell you all about it. It is the MAGA Build the Wall Tequila Cocktail. Final and concluding segment of this Cinco de Mayo. Tequila Tasting Maneuvers edition of the Cigar Dave Show comes your way next. Question I receive most from connoisseurs. General, what is the newest cigar that I should try? Easy answer. Right now, it's the Gurkha Revenant. Very unique addition to the Gurkha portfolio. It comes in two different wrappers, a Corojo or a San Andrean Maduro wrapper. But what is unique about the Gurkha Revenant? It uses essentially the same Cameroon binder and some broadleaf in the filler. So you're going to get some unique sweetness. You're going to get some unique spice. The San Andres Maduro wrapper adds more sweetness with a little bit more of a unique complexion, whereas the Corojo, more of a medium-bodied balanced smoke. Try one of each. You can't go wrong. The brand-new Gurkha Revenant, available in Corojo and San Andres Maduro wrapper. Visit GurkhaCigars.com. By my count, we have enjoyed about 24 different tequilas and cocktails. And we're going to now move into the mezcal area. Again, grown from agave, not blue agave, and not from the particular region, the Jalisco region in, Jalisco region in Mexico. So, Samadier Dave, tell me what we have here on Mezcal. Can't wait to get to it. <clears throat> so, I brought four expressions of Mezcal, and Mezcal's really to be consumed neat. Mm -hmm. You can make margaritas out of it. That's not what it's for. Old fashioned stuff. There's do. about 30 different varieties of agave plants, mainly out of Hawaka. <clears throat> One, two of these are out of Hawaka, and what we have is a really nice expression of this Montalobos Mezcal Hoven. The first one you're having is just a typical, regular agave, lot of smoke, a lot of smoke. and you're going to pay $36 yep. for it. Smoke, licorice, mm -hmm. the aroma it. on here almost smells like a woman's <clears> perfume, <throat> very perfume scent. Cigar-driven. These are yes. sit down, drink neat, have a cigar. Smoke a wow. joint, yeah. whatever you want to do. This is very similar to a uh, very smoky, uh, almost like a Johnny Walker double black. Or an Islay scotch. 
Nestle Scotch, correct. Very nice. All right, suggested retail. $36. 36 bucks. Now we move into the Puebla, so right. different region. Wow. Well, it's still out of Hawaka. Oh, still out of Hawaka. Yes. Okay. And these are, both of these are 100% organically grown wow, agave. A little a lot smoother. Of smoother and A little smooth. lighter. But I tell you, I like the, uh, what's it called, <coughs> Osaka? Hawaka. Oh, Hawaka. I like the Hawaka Waka. Yeah. Very, very it's nice. It's a really good area for mezcals. So this bottle is $108 normally out on the market. What about the Hawaka? It's uh, $108. i am going to take the Hawaka. I like that one. To uh, between both. Now we move into Mezcal Vago. Right. It's by the Imigio Jardin family. It's out of the Hawaka area, the first one. And it's going to be a really nice blend. Upfront label. And uh, it's a connoisseur's mezcal. <coughs> yeah. All right, let me... Less smoke. Very. What they're doing is they're trying to go to more flavor profile for the masses. Yeah. Ooh, whoa. Yeah. That's got an interesting kick to it. Mm -hmm. Almost lemon, very lemon Mm -hmm. sour, and then it goes into some major heat. Not a big fan. Well, because it's a different agave. All day you've been doing the Blue Weber, and now you're getting a different one. And then the next one's by Joel Baraga. Espadin by Joel Baraga Mezcal. This is, again, out of Hawaka. <coughs> it's going to have some, this is going to have smokiness, citrus, bright citrus flavors. It's from the lower elevations in the area. The terrain is very Woo. rugged. rugged. Yeah. It's complex. Major, wow, major spice on the yeah. front of the tongue and in the nose. And now, and now you know why they say they're for sipping. Yes. Because all these different <coughs> mezcals wow. give so totally yeah. different Flavor profiles. Yeah, on the mezcal, the Montalobos uh, Hawaka, I definitely like. So that will take for sure. The other ones, a little bit too yeah. too rough for me. These two are both $52. Yep. Okay, very. it's a different experience. The Vagos. All right, now we move into, Tommy, yep. your area. First, tell so, me about this Don, Don Julio. Julio. This is Don Julio double cask. So it's still Reposado, but they change it from a bourbon cask into a Buchanan's cask. Which is what? Buchanan's is a uh, blended scotch. scotch oh, by blended Diageo. scotch. Okay, gotcha. That so every cheers. Mexican loves to drink. Mm-hmm. Very Hispanic. Wow, style. this is nice. Sweeter. It's sweet, honey-like, mm-hmm. very smooth, <clears throat> not viscous, no warmth, very pleasant down the palate. Like yeah. it. Suggested retail for a bottle. That one's probably about $59. And that's the regular Don Julio? No, this is a limited edition, limited so edition. you really can't find it. It's very hard to find. All right. And now we have our Padron Single Barrel Corona pick. Which this right. one actually we did in a bourbon, American bourbon cask. So All right, this is a special that you yep, selected. We bought the whole just barrel. For you. Bought the whole barrel. All right, so let me say cheers. So it's an nice anejo. aroma on the nose. Mm. Wow, sweet, sweet, smooth. Sipping. It is a sipping. Mm-hmm. I like this. Tell Jeff, the great Jeff Borshowitz, mm-hmm. the proprietor of Corona <laughs> I Cigar. I see this one coming. I need a bottle of this. He always <laughs> sends me a bottle of all okay. their their uh, single uh, barrel. <laughs> Spirits. How come I didn't get one of these? I'll get you one. Uh, this is good. <laughs> Suggested the, retail for a bottle. That one's sixty nine eighty five. We we sell it at the stores. This is magnificent. And the next one we have is the Grand Padron Bardeas. So I changed the estate I out. One to second, this. Tommy. Five star selection, Steve, on this uh, Patron mm-hmm. Añejo single Corona barrel. single barrel Corona yep. cigar exclusive. And All right. Ne- next one's the Grand Padron Bardeas. This is twice cast too. It's an extra Añejo, but they fin- finishes in a French uh, Burgundy cask. 
Ooh. Nice. This retails for a big box. You, from where you're drinking, I can see in the color mm -hmm. of it. You, you can almost see the oh, color from the yeah. wine. Wow, that is incredibly smooth. Notes of Pinot honey. Pinot Noir. Mm. That's $600-something dollars retail. I Beautiful just had, bottle. So I just had yeah. a sip of about, how much per shot did you get? I think it's like $90 or $98. I just enjoyed about $38 worth, and yeah. I've, got a, I've got about $70 worth <laughs> left in go. my glass. Absolutely magnificent. All right, last one. I'm going to tell you what the MAGA build the wall. It's Blanco Tequila, a splash of bourbon, large bricks of ice, topped with bar a barbed stir, barbed wire stir, served in a tall, tall vertical <laughs> glass, a big, beautiful glass. No door on this particular glass, but <laughs> magnificent. Tommy Diadio, Sommelier Dave, cheers. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Happy Great Cinco tequilas. To Go to CigarDave.com. The entire list of our 30 tequilas are all on there with tasting notes. Cigar Dave the General saying, Mayor Humidor always be full. Mayor Cutter always be sharp. Mayor Ash be extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio always pleasure. Long live the Alpha. Make America great again. Make masculinity great again. Arriba, arriba, andale. Ciao, ciao. <laughs>